The same God who opens doors is the same God who closes doors. Welcome to the Abram Gomez podcast. And in this episode, we're going to learn about the God who closes doors. You know, I find it very interesting that oftentimes we are praying for God to open the door. Just the other day, I was praying with someone. They were sharing with me their prayer petition at their job, at their company, and they were really believing God for this promotion. They felt that everything was falling into place. They felt like they had just the experience, the acumen to really take on this position. So I prayed with them that the Lord would open the door for them. Some days later, they came back to me and they testified how they got the promotion and they were super excited about it. It meant a change in their salary, a change in opportunity and impact. And they were super grateful for God. And I'll tell you what, when God opens a door and when we get those open opportunities, it definitely is a time to celebrate. It's definitely a time to thank the Lord and rejoice in his goodness over your life. But there are times that God doesn't necessarily open doors for us, but there are times that he closes doors or keeps doors closed for our favor and goodness. And what I want to talk to you about over the next few moments is I want to talk to you about the God who closes doors and why he does. Now, I want to give you a scripture found in Acts chapter 16. And this is obviously a book in the Bible that has to do a lot with the historical advancement of the early church. And in Acts chapter 16, in verse 6, this is what it says, speaking of Paul and his companions. Now, when they had gone through Phrygia and in the region of Galatia, they were forbidden by the Holy Spirit to preach the word in Asia. I want you to hear that. They were forbidden by the Holy Spirit to preach the word in Asia. Verse 7. And when they had come to Meshua, they tried to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit did not permit them. So passing by Meshua, they came down to Troas. And in a vision appeared to Paul in the night. A man of Macedonia stood and pleaded with them, saying, Come over to Macedonia and help us. Now after he had seen the vision, immediately we sought to go to Macedonia, concluding that the Lord had called us to preach the gospel to them. Now in this story, in this passage of scripture, Paul it specifically says, and his team, when they came into Bithynia, when they tried to go into Bithynia, the Spirit did not allow them. The Spirit actually, the Bible says, forbade them from going on. And in a different in a different verse, it says that there was a man of Macedonia that stood and pleaded with them to come over to Macedonia, and they did. In other words, this was a very key moment in the historical advancement of the church because the Holy Spirit did not allow them to go eastward. He was redirecting them to go westward. And this is very key. Now, it has a lot to do with historical implications. It has a lot to do with what happened after Acts chapter 16. That I'm not going to get into in this episode. But what I do want to show you and highlight and illustrate is that God often closes doors because there's a bigger plan and purpose that he has for our life. You know, maybe there's something you prayed for and you didn't get it the way that you desired it. Or perhaps you applied for a loan or a job or an opportunity and it didn't go through. Maybe there was a certain relationship that you enjoyed, but it just didn't work out. So often we can become discouraged and we feel like God has let us down. But again, as an encouraging reminder, 
God sees the big picture for your life. He sees what we cannot see. The same God that opened the heavens for Noah and the ark was the same God who closed the door to the ark. The same God that opened up the Red Sea was the same God who closed the Red Sea behind Moses. See, the Lord knows where every road is leading in our life. Job 23.10 says, but he knows the way that I take. Psalm 37.23 also states, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. God knows the dead ends. He sees the shortcuts. He knows that some roads lead to destruction or detour. He knows that some roads are simply going to take you in a big circle. And a big part of faith is trusting God even when you don't understand why things happen the way that they do. Now, God might close the door because you're believing too small. If he opened the door, it would limit what he wants to do in your life. Another door might close because it simply may not be the right moment for it. So again, we have to ultimately trust that when the Lord closes a door or keeps a door closed, he has a great reason behind why it's that way. God has the best interest at his heart for your life, for his will to be done in your life. Remember, it's his will being done in my life. When a door is closing, maybe I don't know what God is saving me from and what he's saving me for. Now, what I want to do over the next few moments with you is I want to give you four reasons why I feel God may close a door in your life. And here they are. Number one, timing. God may close a door because it simply isn't time yet. Now, let me give you this statement. A closed door is not necessarily a locked door. Let me say that again for you to process. A closed door is not necessarily a locked door. It simply may not be the time yet. Maybe that closed door is indicating to you, slow down. Maybe that closed door is indicating to you, not yet. Maybe that closed door is indicating to you, in due time. What if you, rather than focusing on God opening that door what if god wants you to focus on your preparation for once the door for when it does open for your life maybe behind the door there are certain responsibilities and requirements that's going to be expected from you so god wants you in this current season to take full advantage of the preparation going on in your life so many times i think that we focus on our next that we often forget to pay attention to what's happening now. And God often wants us to focus on the now while keeping an eye right on the future, where we're going, you know, without vision, the people perish. Yes, we have to have a vision, but we also have to be fully engaged with what he's placed in front of us right now. You know, the Bible says in Ecclesiastes 3.1, to everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. There's a time for everything in your life. If you believe God, there's a timing to everything in your life. There's a time for an open door and there's a time for a closed door. There's a time to learn and there's a time to win. There's, there's a time to grow. There's a time to speak and there's a time to be silent. There's a time for everything in our life. And that door that maybe is, is closed or has closed on you, Perhaps, listen, again, perhaps it has to do with the timing 
of destiny, the timing of your grace, the timing and the rhythm of your life. Now, you could say that maybe when when another person was at your age or at your season, maybe the door opened up for them, but it didn't open up for you. That's okay. We all have a different rhythm and a different grace. Again, remember, sometimes God will remove you or close the door because our heart may not be ready for what's behind that open door. So he's allowing it to be closed. Maybe, again, it's not necessarily locked forever. It simply could be closed in this season until his work and his will have taken the full advantage to work in us and through us right now. Another reason why God may close a door or keep a door closed is protection. Protection. See, a closed door is oftentimes for our protection. And another verse in the Old Testament in Exodus chapter 13, verses 17 through 18, it says this, that it came to pass when Pharaoh had let the people go, that God did not lead them by the way of the land of the Philistines. Although that was near, for God said, lest perhaps the people change their minds when they see war and return to Egypt. So God led the people around the way of the wilderness of the Red Sea. And the children of Israel went up in orderly ranks out of the land of Egypt. See, what the verse says here is that God did not lead them by the way of the land of Philistines, even though it was closer in proximity. See, the shorter way isn't always the best way. Because God said, he said, lest they change their mind when they see war. God knew that the children of Israel were not ready or mentally prepared to go to battle. So he took them a different way. He closed the shorter way and he opened up another way. He did that for their protection. He didn't want them to grow in fear by allowing them to go through a way where their enemies, the Philistines, would have gotten the best of them. You know, when when we started to have children, one of the things we did early on is we had to baby-proof our home, especially the cabinets that our young infant kids would have access to. Now, this is very common. You know, we, we, we bought these devices that would help us to keep the cabinets that were that were on the floor level to keep them closed. So we bought these devices that they would hinge, and, and unless you knew how to unhinge that that thing, that device, you would not be able to fully open the cabinet door. So it helped us to protect because on in some of those cabinets, there were things that were not good for children to have a hold of. So what we did is we, we again, we locked up the cabinets with these hinges that only adults could figure out how to open it. And we also covered up electrical outlets to close them. We put these coverings on electrical outlets so that our kids couldn't, couldn't get access to that. See, we did this with the intent to protect our children from harm. Now, let me say this. God will sometimes do the same things for us. He will keep doors closed because he knows that behind that door, there may be things that could potentially be harmful or disastrous to our destiny. So God will baby proof our destiny. He'll baby proof your journey so that you don't grab a hold of the wrong thing at the wrong time. So he'll keep doors closed up on your behalf so that you don't reach into contents that could be spiritually poisonous to you. 
so that you don't connect with things that have no fruit bearing opportunity in that relationship for you. So God will close doors for our protection. Thirdly, he closes doors to help us focus. A closed door is oftentimes there to help us remove distractions and to keep our focus on the things that he has for us. In 2 Kings chapter 4, verses 3 and 4, the Bible says, Then he said, Go, borrow vessels from everywhere, from all of your neighbors, empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. And when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons. Then pour it into all those vessels and set aside the full ones. The widow in this story, this is simply a story of a miracle of the of the miracle of the oil. The widow did exactly as the prophet said. She closed the door behind her and her sons and she poured the oil behind closed doors. Now, let me give you a couple of observations. This is the preacher in me coming out. But let me give you a couple of observations. The miracle didn't occur until the door was closed. And there are some of us believing for miraculous things in our life. Maybe we're believing for miraculous things in our leadership, our ministry, our calling, our organization. We're believing for miracles, for supernatural things. But maybe, just maybe, this is just just a thought. Maybe the reason why the miraculous hasn't occurred is because there are too many doors open in our life that are removing our focus and allowing distractions to come in. The miracle in this widow's journey did not happen until she followed with obedience and faith and closed the door. That was actually a physical thing that she had to do. She had to close the door. And there may be some doors in your life that you have to close. There may be some some things that you've opened from your past that you have to close. And maybe there's some things right now that God is doing to close doors and you don't understand it. But he's doing it because he wants to remove distractions. He wants to remove any deterrent that would keep you from arriving at destiny. And he wants for you to focus on what he's placed in front of you. He wants you to focus on the grace and the goodness that is in your life. Closed doors can also represent intimacy. See, and so when we close doors, we can we can become spiritually intimate with the Lord again. We we can begin to focus on the calling at hand. We can focus on our personal development, on our dreams and our desires, things that he's placed in our hearts. We have to close the door to distraction. We have to close the door to time wasters. See, when we do this in another verse that I'll give you to to cross reference is Matthew chapter six, verse six. Jesus said, but you when you pray. Go into your room, and when you have shut the door, pray to your Father. Again, there's another physical reference about closing the door, because again, closing the door removes things that could hinder what you're trying to do. And then number four, the reason why God can close a door is redirection. A closed door is an indication that it is time to move forward into your future in a different direction. Let me go back to my original story in the book of Acts that I read for you at the beginning of this episode. He did not allow them to pass into Asia. He did not allow them to go through Bithynia. God was thinking of his future, of the strategic plan that he had for Paul and his companions. See, God will close doors to redirect us in a different way so that we take a different way that's according to his plan over our life. 
Necessary endings, closed doors are a part of our journey. But not only are they a part of our journey, they also remind us where our destiny is not and they redirect us in a different direction. Sometimes, now let me encourage somebody, sometimes, let me talk to somebody right now in this episode that has had a door closed in their face. Maybe a person closed the door on you and broke your heart. Maybe a, a boss or a manager closed the door on your promotion and, and it, it just caused some, some low self-esteem in you. Maybe, maybe life has closed this door on you, but let me encourage you. Let me lift up your spirit. Closed doors can point you into your future. Closed doors can point you in a different direction that God has for you. Remember, God is sovereign and he's able to take what the enemy meant for evil. He's able to take it and use it for our good. If God didn't close that door for you, perhaps you would have stayed stuck in your past and not move into your future. Great is the art of the beginning, but greater is the art of ending. Sometimes the good cannot begin until the bad ends. And I'll tell you in the good words of Dr. Henry Cloud, getting to the next level always requires ending something, leaving it behind and moving on. See, he's not only the God that opens doors, he's also the God that closes doors. And to recap, here are the four reasons why I think God closes a door on you, on me, on us. Here they are. Number one, timing. A closed door is not necessarily a locked door. Number two, protection. A closed door is for our protection. Number three, focus. A closed door is to help remove distractions and to help us focus. And number four, redirection. A closed door is an indication that it is time to move forward into our future in a different direction. Don't grow weary or be discouraged by closed doors. If God wants to open a door for you, certainly he can do it. And the forces against you, the forces of the enemy, the forces of darkness cannot stop it. Let me give you this last verse before I pray with you. Revelation 3, 7. He who has the key of David, he who opens and no one shuts and shuts and no one opens. Father, thank you for the closed doors in our lives even when we didn't understand it, even when we didn't have comprehension of what you were doing, you were being faithful to your call, your will over our lives. And we say thank you for redirecting us, for protecting us, for just the timing of our life and for the focus you've given us. And I pray for every person that will listen to this episode, may you remind them that you did it for our good. In your name we pray, amen. Remember, you are your greatest investment and you are your greatest investor. Until next time, talk soon.